Hey everybody, what's up? I'm Key. Welcome to the next episode of I Am Who I Am, Raw, Uncut, and Unfiltered. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. I hope you guys are having a beautiful and prosperous day. Today, I want to go ahead and jump right back in and start from everything that has happened over the weeks as I was telling you my story of accountability. So as you all know, um, I'm a bit of a crazy person when it comes to work. I tend to take on a lot of challenges and things at the same time, and sometimes it leaves me in chaos. Um, I think this is the first time that I've actually attempted to pursue or do at least four to five jobs at a time, which is absolutely nuts. But it was it was good to see and create my own schedule. It was good to have the variety and different things. It kept me active. It kept me motivated. There is definitely a lot of time where I really just didn't even have personal time to myself, but I was okay and content with it because I'm juggling all these things and all these just pieces of beauty in life were just happening. So I talked about this and I um, talked about coaching softball. So throughout this year, um, throughout this season, we started our games, I want to say the end of March. Yeah, our first game was March 27th. So from that point forward, once those games started, things really started to get hectic. I mean, I was at the school every day, either having games or what, I mean, having games or practice. And really, once those games started, it was really like an eye opener to a lot of different things. So one thing I will say is that I had a team of about 12 to 13 girls and each and every one of those girls is just absolutely, absolutely amazing. Despite the fact that they have really never played before, despite the fact that they're like, like just the team itself is young, right? They all came together. And yesterday I had a short little meeting with them and one of the things that they said was that they're really happy and glad that they got to play with each other. And to me, that was amazing because I just remember when, you know, I was playing, even not only just softball, right? We're talking about volleyball, bowling, whatever sport that I was involved in, there was always some sort of drama or some sort of problem or issue between the players and you know sometimes it would only last for a little bit and sometimes it would be throughout the whole entire process so for me to see each and every one of these girls and I would notice it especially like when we would have team meals so we would have one of the girls parents sign up to bring meal 
to the school so that way they can eat prior to the game. Um, and they would come down to the cafeteria, you know, they would get dressed in their uniform. And then I noticed like they all would start sitting together. They all enjoy each other's time and being with each other. And to me, that was amazing because I've, me personally, I've never seen or experienced just a group of girls getting along and being able to boost each other up and being able to boost the team up and to do certain things like that. They all cheered each other on. They were never super hard on each other. Like, yes, of course, there were times, you know, they were, you know, mad or upset because they're like, why isn't anybody moving or, you know, like what's going on? But even with that, they still came back around and would be like, you know, I just like, I love to be here with you guys. Like you guys are the reason why I come to practice and, you know, to the games and everything every day. And for me, that's just awesome to see those sorts of things happen. Now, this season, we did not actually have the opportunity to win a game. And for me, I'm completely fine with that. This was my first coaching experience, and it's not my last. Okay, I completely am not giving up for the all the coaches that were there before that left after one season. They are not... I didn't let that get to me. I didn't let all the struggles and all the challenges bother me. Trust me when I say there were probably a lot of things that would have driven somebody away from, you know, being the coach. Especially like we had this big issue with in the middle of the season, all the schools are calling and changing our games and you know, rescheduling, like, that was something that completely and totally, like, blew me by surprise, because when I was in school, I never remember, you know, us being handed a separate schedule, because, you know, five, ten schools are calling to reschedule games, excuse me, um, And with that being, that was like a whole thing. And it drove me absolutely nuts at the time it was happening because I was getting all these emails left and right about, you know, this game has been canceled. You guys now play this team on this day. This game is canceled. Now you have this game that's canceled. Here's some other available days where we can reschedule. That drove me nuts. Like, I was like, what in the absolute world is going on? I have no idea Like, seriously, what is the problem and the issue? So now, you know, we're at the part where our season has come to an end. And I will say this has probably been one of the transitions that kind of like it just like it feels weird. And I'll say it feels weird because softball is over, right? And now also bowling is over. So I have been involved um, in a bowling league every Friday night since like September, right? 
And true enough, this season, this bowling season was long. I was like, Jesus, when is it going to be done? But now I don't have anything to do on Friday nights. Um, the other thing was I talked about being a server and I would do that on Sundays. So I quit. I flat out quit. Not going to lie. I quit. Just just I like I couldn't take the amount of stress and the amount of just total BS that I had to deal with every day. And for me to only do that once a week and for me to feel like that, I could like I just like I couldn't do it and I couldn't take it anymore. So now I'm at a place where I'm not going to the school anymore, right? So my day-to-day schedule has just completely and totally, utterly changed. Um, I shared with you guys on the last episode that recently I just received my nail license. And honestly, that one was bittersweet. It was like the day, like I walked in there super confident And just as, like, the whole thing was going on, I was like, ah, it was the most stressful event I think I've ever had to do. And I got so panicked in the moment because of the amount of things that had transpired. You know, when I started this journey of doing those, I'm like, I cannot fail this test. So I was going, so, excuse me, I had complete anxiety I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. And then things just stopped going right at a certain point. And I was like, oh, geez. But I still walked out there and received an email saying that I passed the test. So, you know, with me having my nail license, it was like it was bittersweet because I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, I knew everything I was supposed to do. I've done it plenty of plenty of times. I don't know why this isn't working, you know? And then it completely goes left. But then I walk out with a with a congratulations and I'm like, how do you accept this? Like it's one of those things where it's like, regardless, you pass, but you should still be proud because after everything that you dealt with from the abuse in the relationship to, you know, the con- the the situation where, you know, like I had to take my mom in to the situation where like I moved to Dallas and then I moved back to Ohio and then I called State Board and they were like, yeah, no, you got to go to nail school all over again. Then I went back to nail school and then, you know, it was, it was real bittersweet. Like, and I should, I feel like at that moment where I knew I passed, I should have been more happy, but it was a hard pill to swallow. And now with, you know, with softball not being in the picture, you know, I have all this time because even though, like, yes, I have had new clients and, yes, I am working on getting on new clients, I still don't have, like, a full book where, like, I'm there, you know, from sun up to sundown. I'm not there yet. 
So that's another thing. Then bowling is done. I no longer have to work on Sundays. Um, You know, I can do my other job because I just pretty much pick up whenever I want to. And then I have my podcast here. So it's it's been a little bit of a a struggle trying to find like a balance right now because I don't exactly know what direction should I take at this point. Like I'm always used to like my hand being in something. Like there's always something that I'm working on. There's always something that I'm doing. I never really have too much stagnant energy. Right. So, excuse me. Now I'm at the point where I have to try to figure out or find other ways to occupy my time when I'm not doing anything and I haven't exactly figured it out yet. And it's really hard to go from an adjustment where you're literally busy, like 12 to 16 hours a day to go to like, oh, I only got to go one place today. True enough, I wanted some more free time and some more me time, but I didn't want to go from that to only working maybe, you know, four hours a day, maybe, you know, or six hours a day, however the the cookie falls. But I never, I you know, I didn't think that this transition would be this difficult, you know. So now that's where I'm at. So what I have been doing, though, um, I have taken the time to really sit down and really focus on, you know, like my expenses, budgeting, my finances, figuring out how much income I make, um, you know, with like especially like with nails. Right. So you make money and then you don't pay taxes throughout the year. So. You have to figure out, okay, I have to put this much aside for taxes. Then, because I'm a booth renter, I have to pay booth rent. So that's another extra expense that I have. Not only that, I also have to buy my own supplies. So that means from nail polishes to acrylic powders to um, nail brushes and files and buffers and um, like cuticle remover for manicures and cuticle oil and these things and that things those are things that I have to keep track of because when I file my taxes I can write those off later on um you know I can write off mileage I can write off car maintenance I can write off lunches so for me I had to you know this week I took some time and I was like okay you know This is how much I make, especially like with my other incomes, right? Because my income fluctuates. So I'm, you know, literally sitting down and trying to create a budget and a plan with my money to make sure like I'm stable and I'm set. And this is really something I really should have been doing since the beginning of the year. And I actually started, but it's a lot more to be like organized. I started doing that. I also started creating myself like a planner where I'm like, okay, this is what your schedule is for the week. This is what your schedule is for the day. 
This is where what you need to do. What are some top priorities or some things on your list that you need to do or accomplish? Um, and I just really take a look at that stuff and just have been writing it down and trying to make my life more organized. Um, I also try to. I'm also right now in the process of trying to establish routines. Um, I will say in the morning. I'm usually the type of person where I really just get up and start my day. I don't really think about doing too many things in the morning. Also, I like to try to sleep in the best way I can. So even though like I'm still an early early morning person and I get up around six or seven o'clock and I really don't have to be at the salon, like I try not to take my first client until nine o'clock. So if even if I do wake up at six or seven, majority of that morning I prefer to like lay in my bed until the like the last minute it's not that like it's a it's really like a procrastinator thing but it's like I wouldn't necessarily say like it's that bad but I just prefer to do things like once I finally get up and most of the time like if I do like to get up and do something it's usually on like a day where like I know like I don't have anything going on. So that's why like I'm glad that like I quit my server job because Sundays are really the day where like I want to get up. Right. I'm out of bed in the morning and then I start like to do my house chores. You know, those are the things that I really prefer to do. When, like, I know, like, I don't have anything going on. It keeps me moving. It keeps me motivated. And it just helps me to feel better. Like, I love to be up early doing stuff all the time. But when I have, you know, other obligations going on, I'll be like, yeah, the morning time isn't the best for me to try to accomplish, though. So I'm trying to set myself a routine where I'm doing things at night before I go to bed. So... Um, one of those things is is that, you know, I create my schedule at night. So before I get all lazy and I'm like, okay, I'm going to lay down. I go in my iPad. I have a little planner in there. And I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is my week. This is my day. You know, my, my day tomorrow. And then the next day, the next night, I'll go back and I'll do my day for the next day. So... I've been trying to work on that. Then I've also been trying that once I get done doing my schedule, then I'll journal about how my day was. So um, I have a little journal, a little notebook, and I try to sit there and write about, you know, how I felt today or what happened today, what occurred. Um, if I don't write about those things, maybe I'll write about you know, what I'm grateful for or the things that I have in my life. Or I'll use the time to maybe like do a manifestation page where, you know, what are my goals? What do I want to accomplish? What is it? Or maybe I might create a to-do list, uh, you know, things that like I want or I need to do or, or that I've said I've needed to do or that I plan on doing. Maybe I'll write those down instead um, if, you know, I don't feel like journaling, but like really talking about my feelings or what my day was like, but I want to, you know, use the time to focus on the actual goal. 
Um, another thing that I have added into my routines is reading. So I have a collection of books. Um, and obviously, like, throughout this time where I've been, like, crazy busy, like, I obviously, like, I don't have time to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm going to... Um, read a book after working like 12 hours like no I want to go home and go to bed so um now that I have all this free time I definitely have more time to actually go and read my book collection and recently I just went to the bookstore and I bought me a few books and one of those books was Michelle Obama's book and I've been wanting that book for a while so I bought her book Becoming and I cannot wait to read it right now I'm reading Oprah Winfrey's book The Path Made Clear and it was great because it was on Clarence and it was on like eight books and I was like yes I need this so I'm working on that one now um and then after that I have some affirmations and a meditation and then I go to bed so those that's what I'm working on now and then also just trying to be more organized um I definitely have a space where I'm like, it definitely could be straightened up a lot more. It's not exactly like what I want it to be. And it hasn't been that way even once I started working on it. But with all the craziness, I just haven't been able to get it done. So that's probably something else that I do. Um, I know that last year I wanted to go and plant flowers in the front yard. I may do that as well. Um, I've been starting to get real big on gardening and, you know, growing and certain things like that. So maybe now is the time where I, you know, I just focus on these things. So now it's really just all about me trying to figure out which way works and which, which things, you know, that I can focus my power, my energy on that I haven't had necessarily the time to. Um, other than that, um, another thing that I really want to do is to be more interactive with you guys. I feel like I have definitely been, for the most part, sharing with you my, my story and my journey, and which is originally why I created this podcast. But at the same time, I still want to make this a solid ground where it's not just me talking about me. I want to be definitely more open and more interactive with you guys. So with that being said, you can contact me at 216-510-3126. Or you can send me an email at I am who I am. Are you at gmail.com? My Facebook and Instagram is I am who I am double underscore R-U-U. And I want to hear more from you guys. Um, I definitely want to encourage you to like, share, follow, comment, you know, tell me how you feel about this. Um, I mean, I definitely would like to talk more and be more interactive with everybody. So don't be shy. Go ahead and reach out. I definitely want to hear from you. Now, with that being said, I love you guys. I'll see you next Thursday. Peace and love.